Incoming transmission from an unknown source. It seems to be urgent. Patching them through. They're calling themselves the Holonet Marauders. This is a story about cereal. Everybody, welcome back to the Holonet Marauders podcast and Holonet Marauders Live. Um, yeah. We will be talking about a lot of cereal today. And oh, yeah. we're so cereal. cereal this week. Episode <laughs> five of Andor. Jamie's back. Hello. Um, <laughs> greeted you there. <laughs> Excuse um, me. How are we all doing? Good. Yeah, fine. I good, good, good. Chad is in the chat. Very excited. Talking about Ander. How's it going, Ander. everybody? Guessing Ander. Guessing Ander. Before we dive into the episode, I had a question for you guys that I think about every week when I watch a Star Wars show. Okay. The opening sequence, not like the Andor one, but the, the Star Wars one, the new one they've created since Mando, since Disney Plus. Mm. Yeah. How do you feel about that intro? With like the little like, um, with either... With like the pulsing the lights. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah, it. I don't know. I like it. I always I keep so, it on. I, I, it I ne- Yeah, I never skip it. I like the... I like that they show the helmets and then for the last one they always show like Something what the show's show about. Specific. Yeah, yeah, helmets yeah. are like droids. I like how they rotate it in. But I don't like the music. You don't like the... So I, I don't love the intro. Oh, I think I like that. the sequence is fine, but I don't like the music. It doesn't feel... It builds. I feel it's like that music fits Mando more than others. Like I feel like... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I agree here. I disagree. I wish it I had like, like the, a more like john williams vibe to it or something but well it definitely doesn't have a john williams vibe right. i agree with that it uh it falls under the umbrella of it's synthwave <laughs> it's, it's a little more marvel i'll give you that uh yeah that's definitely because I, I don't want to say it's not it star like wars marvel because opening at this point like how they like they they'll pepper in different scenes well the marvel one is in. awesome it always gets me fired up and i'm like well yeah we go yeah this it's one like doesn't trying really to do, do the same thing me, yeah, they're trying to do the same thing. Um, it feels almost like this. It feels like a new, I don't want to say title crawl, but it feels like the new, like almost like the Fox fanfare, right? Like before okay. a movie, you'd that. get like the fanfare and it's like, yes. And it, that's what it's like. I wonder if they're going to do that for the movies too. Because they this have. Thing? Yeah. No way. No. I don't, I don't think, think so. so either. But I mean, if you, you mentioned the Marvel well, thing. It's just for the live action shows as well. It's not. Um, that's true. They don't do it for animation. The animation has its own like thing. They don't do it for it bad. It does match. have the little um, Lucasfilm animation like thing. Just for live they action. Started showing, but this th- this is just for live action now. Okay. Hmm. And the Lego series. They did it for the Lego ones. Yeah, <laughs> did they do it for funny. the Legos? Oh, because yeah, they make a Lego, Lego version. Helmets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then Ray that's Link's. cute. <laughs> but I, I like. I just, get that. It's a good topic, and I saw some people talking about it, and I've always thought about it. I th- Honestly, I just don't like the music. I don't know why, but I don't hate it. Um, skip show intros are psychopaths. Yeah, that is true. Well, simple. As I that. will say uh, I felt that way about the Game of Thrones intro, uh, but House of Dragons. I'm like, skip. Let's get to the episode. Come on. Wow. <laughs> if we're point. using the same song. There's nothing interesting about the intro. I haven't watched House point. of Dragon yet, but it just shows like blood going everywhere, right? Yeah, it's not yeah, as cool. It's just it doesn't like seem as cool as the Game of Thrones one. All the, the different the Rings houses of Power, and stuff. The Rings of Power intro is like similar to that as well. They're okay. The Rings yeah, of Power is great. Little is cool. little tangent. Um, guys, what yeah. what is your uh, favorite show intro then? Just like sequence, like opening sequence, not just the song, but like also the sequence. Because I have a top two. Um, but what are what are your favorites? 
Uh, I've already kind of said it, so I'll just jump right in and just say the Game of Thrones sequence. Like, uh, just seeing how that would change bit by yeah. bit as the show changed and yeah. progressed was it's always like, where, one of my favorite things week? to pick out. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you'd see where you'd be going as well as like, oh, Winterfell's burned. Oops, there it <laughs> oh, goes. That's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good oh, question. Man, I liked it there. Um, uh. Oh, yeah. the expanse is also amazing. Same kind of yeah. like things do change a little bit, but it's just it's a beautiful song, and you just get these amazing satellite imagery of like uh, cities like becoming more and more advanced. Like, and you see that by lights getting more and more dense on, on like yeah. this like the the satellite imagery. It's, I like. I just, um, I'll plug Batman the expanse the animated series. Yep, That's Batman really... the animated series is great. Um, my 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 top two slash three because uh, jill just mentioned one she just mentioned the walking dead season one through three the, I they love, do have a I even to this the day they still have a good intro but. as it progresses along with the logo it, it decays more that's something that's just like so like interesting amongst the seasons but my other two um the opening sequence for black sails because like, it's Ooh, it's, yeah. just, it's just so striking and it's just like the ivory everywhere and then like avengers like end credits like stolen. you know what both of those <laughs> shows have in common uh, Bear McCreary. Both theme songs are Barry McCreary, who is I love Barry McCreary. Amazing, who is so. doing an amazing job on Rings of Power. Right yeah, right back. He is. So, yeah, oh. um, but other uh, TV show intros, oh, um, SNL, Saturday Night Live, because they're always right. redoing it. And I love the new graphics this season. It, it's taken a little for me to get used to. I mean, it's only been out a week for the season, but like, I love the new look this year. But it's it's just ah, so crisp. It's great. SNL is iconic for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, Breaking Bad's really good. You know, yep. it's like it. It's a great theme. It doesn't Short overstay sweet. its welcome. Would know. The smoke. <laughs> oh, missing out, Matt. It is good. Um, I would say yeah. my favorite TV is probably uh, Rocket Power. Anybody remember <laughs> it's that? A good oh. Oh. Rocket yeah. Power, dude. Bunch of kids skating around. Rugrats, I'd say. Gotta love the diaper top. flying through the air. Absolutely. I would also say um, Seinfeld season four with the vocals. Hey. <laughs> um, <laughs> Those are my three favorite uh, show show intros. There you go. Did I give one? No. You didn't. Well, you said I Batman. just agreed with everyone's. Um, as I always. Uh, I'm gonna oh, drop Batman in the Simpsons because uh, I mean, oh yeah, iconic. Classic. I mean, the way it changed over the years is just incredible. Yep. Yeah, of course. Should have stopped um, at season 15, but that's another story. Should have stopped at season. <laughs> so <11. and> or. <laughs> This is a good I'll give it up though, but Andor. Sorry, yeah. I had to get that off my chest. No, that's a, that's a that great good. one. I just I just wanted to... My dad always complains about the Andor intro. Because every time it pops up, he's like, I keep thinking it's a planet. Every time it pops up, he's like, I think, I think we're point. in the show. And it's like, yeah, dad. That's what I, they're going I do for. love the Andor intro itself. Um, yeah, no. Does the music change each week or is it the same? I feel like it it's changed. Slightly. The last two weeks were similar. Last week Whatever. was awesome. and I really like the, the more synthy... I like the episode one music blew me away. Um, The rest of it's been good too, but episode one blew me away. But this episode, episode five, uh, what was the name of it? The axe doesn't forget, or yep, the axe forget, or the axe does. The axe does forget. The tree 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 never forgets. Yeah, yeah. Tree's like, Um, I'm gonna get you someday, you son of a bitch. I (laughs) do. When he, whenever he said that, if I hadn't seen the title of the show before. I, I heard ass and not axe when he said that line. <laughs> and I had no clue what the hell that meant. The ass he, never forgets. Translation or the ass forgets. It doesn't like quit, nor does it forget. forget. The ass forgets. And I'm like, what the hell does that mean? The ass forgets. It was a good line, though. Uh, it was a good line. It was. It's, a great, it's a great line. 
The dialogue it, it had in this like episode a, the was North remembers amazing. kind of vibe to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the North remembers and the axe does not. Yeah. <laughs> the ass or the axe. Um, so where does this episode start? It starts on, with does it Cyril. start with Cyril with cereal? Yeah. yeah getting dude. full Seymour Skinner. With we Agnes. jump right into the action. We jump right into this, the cereal with these beautiful uh, space Hearing puffs. About- Whatever the hell they're called. They're just like oops all the berries, isn't it? Where why aren't those already it looks more like reptar cereal? If I'm being honest. Cereal card eats reptar cereal confirmed. There is. I don't know why. I tried to say cereal there and I said cereal. This is Dude, cereal eating cereal is too much. I said it out loud to myself. Cereal eating cereal. Cereal eating cereal. And Mei Lu runs. And Mei Lu runs. Yep. And some what do we have there? Some dates. Bad dates. Bad Bad ones for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a juicer in the background uh which is like it just give, it's like an old like 70s era juicer at least it looks like it the shape of it and it yeah, just like, reminds me so much of uh owen and baru's uh oh yeah she's like, like shoving like the on devs like, when she literally juicer. like cuts a cuts a head of lettuce in half and just tosses it's, yeah, it's, just, in. <laughs> it's like what are you doing what are you making that's the course on you don't get master chefs out in the middle of anchors anchor here right, i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> i just want to say though last week we said that Cyril's mom is Italian coded yep. hardcore. And I just want to say we were right. We were so right. <laughs> you could not get oh my she god. She brings up the uncle. I was uncle literally Harlow. Well, Uncle Harlow. You better meet Uncle Harlow or oh, else I'm will. gonna be very, Harlow very disappointed. Needs to be the Uncle Leo of this show. He needs to show up. He needs to talk about his son in the Hello, rec, rec department. I don't know if he's gonna Hello. be Uncle Leo or if he's gonna be like Clemenza himself, as you know, a couple of, <laughs> did we talk about Clemenza last week too? Clemenza, um, you know, he's gonna be showing up with like uh, petting a cat or something. Yep. Big Uncle trench Howell's coat. Gonna get him to work at his his uh, his shop his, on thirteen yep. thirteen. His garage. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I mean, honest to God, he'll be swimming I, with the gooberfish. Can I? Gooberfish. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe. That we spent so much time in a Star Wars show with literally a guy just sitting at a table eating cereal while his mom berates his life choices. I just yes, mother. <laughs> yeah, honest to God, dude. You what you said last week about him being Skinner is absolutely true as well. It was ringing through my head the entire time. Just, just, just. Oh my God! I half expected him to pull out, start pulling up some steamed hams. <laughs> dude, yes. No, mother. It's just the Northern Lights. Literally, he's, he's going to leave his mom in a burning building. And he's going to say that at the end of his arc. I can't wait. I've been I've been fired, and it's, I have to live with my mother. Am I out of touch? No, no, it's the imperial that's wrong. Yeah. It's, it's, it's dude, exactly like it's the empire. That is absolutely his arc. He's perfect. And so like, he, he went from the Lay Miz arc to Skinner. Well, I was literally Seymour just about Skinner. to say. <laughs> okay, okay. We're going back Ooh. to the Lay Miz oh. arc because Ooh. he literally opens up the thing, and he's like, Andor. Like he's very yep. like mad, like his arch nemesis foil is Cassian <laughs> Andor. You know what blows? You know what's really uh, crazy? Um, guess who shared the same prisoner number? Seymour Skinner. Yes, he did with his, with, the, with the helmet. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he wears John the helmet Valjean in the and, and, and the helmet. He's like prisoner two four six zero one. Oh, I, oh, wow. I didn't think I'd ever see this Still again. Still fits. Still fits. <laughs> how do they? Yep. How are they doing this? Man, this, this yeah. is just one big. So we're connecting, just... guys. We're connecting Blaymit <laughs> wow. with Seymour Skinner in The Simpsons, and it all comes back and to Cyril Karn eating cereal. Tony Gilroy definitely did all. Tony this. Gilroy secretly Tony Gilroy cries 100%. during the entirety of I Dream. 
Yeah, oh, everybody that's at canon. Tony. We, we he need secretly to, we need cries <laughs> during I Dream to Dream and during Steamed Hams. Yes. Both of those <laughs> things. Because he's incorporating both hey, of Brent. them. Hello, hey, I'm, Brent. I'm feeling better. Hey. Um, status update for anyone who, care, anyone who cares. I can't taste or smell anything. Um, but other than that, I'm feeling all right. Overrated <laughs> senses. Overrated. Can't find those taste buds. Yeah. They're gone. As long as you got your sense of balance. I like fine. how in the, your background you have Lula and uh, Porky and the Pork. Porky the Pork. They're, they're just like tucked in there. They're watching uh, an outrageously large Grogu. Right <laughs> yeah, the, the big Grogu head. <laughs> Grogu's not watching anything. He's staring at the ceiling. So what, yeah, he's what just like, ah! And Dio's there, right? Yeah, Dio's chatting him up. <laughs> For you audio listeners, uh, oh, yeah. you have no idea what we're talking about right now. So sorry. And by the way, I apologize for not putting last week's episode out on podcast form. But that's a different it's, story. It's been a week. It's okay. Yeah. Um, so what do we think next for Cyril? Like, we know he wants his revenge on Andor, on Cassian. I don't know why I called him Andor. but um, I think he should take Uncle Harlow's advice and just get a nice, stable job. And just... I Honestly, I mean, that's what he should do. But I are think... We, are we going to see Uncle Harlow? God, I hope so. so. I'm I'm serious. I I just want to know the man that his mom talks so highly about. I just want to see him and and like look him in the eye and see for myself what kind of guy this is. Seven more episodes that, and they've all been like 45 minutes long. We can fit Uncle Harlow in. I think so. I feel like it'd be hilarious if they don't though, because like it would just be like the running like joke of like that. It'd be like he's like Bob Sacamano. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Serial just goes and like whatever his like little like quest is, and then like his mom's gonna be like, Uncle Harlow is disappointed in you. I called in that favor all for nothing. He's in the bathroom. He's washing up right now. Are they gonna sick Uncle Harlow on on Cassian? That'd be something. Where is now? There's a man who could take on a partisan. Oh yeah, style. For sure. Where's this um, family from? Because that is Space Italy. No matter where they're from, we can definitively. Is it Naboo kind of that. Space Italy? Naboo well, is the only like uh, space only Auto Gunga is, is space, space Italy. Spain. Spain. Space Spain. Space Spain. We didn't see any of the um the uh what you call it? Deidre, Miro and those people this week, did we? We did. No, we did. Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah, we saw yeah. we saw a little we saw her a little bit. We uh, saw Levin on on. Uh, we saw Levin like... on Ferrix yep. passing off the Ferrix duty, but we saw Mira uh, digging in deeper. There was a huge name drop. They were talking about. Um, uh, uh, they mentioned uh, Hosnian Prime. Hosnian yep. Prime. They mentioned Corellia. Yep. They mentioned Jakku. Uh, yes, they did. Yeah. They, they just mentioned... kept listening them off. They have a base on Jakku. There was, there was other. Why they said you? something about some recovery yeah. type thing. Um, it wasn't quite a base, but uh, I was like, cool. <laughs> Listen to that. Um, but no, uh, that was like one of the most interesting moments. She like popped some like caffeine pills. You guys missed that? <laughs> yeah, no, she did. I saw that. I'm like, pills she, in Star Wars? She's and she had cast out when she was on camera. She's, she's just double dipping. She like, yeah. looks at her assistant and he's just like, I don't know, like, is this what, like, should we like, keep doing this? And she's like, all right, uh, two more assignments each. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then she's like, all right, these pills. And then knocks it back with <laughs> like half. And it's like, this girl is going to have a heart attack in the next yep. episode. But she's going to she didn't have cereal. No. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy their gung-ho attitude. I don't know why I'm rooting for ISB agents, but. Uh, but I think that's know, the point. We're supposed yeah. to kind of root for her. Beer, and I think so she's like, going to stumble on Cyril and pull him out of his mom's basement. 
and into you know imperial shenanigans yeah and he's gonna be like oh great now i get to go after andor you know cassian why do i keep saying andor too and it's what's the name of the show well i know it's the name of the show his last name that'd be like if i was like oh yeah man skywalker is my favorite skywalker walked in and i love him look you can be draco malfoy about it i love jaren (laughs) (laughs) i agree chad why would you go to jakku Yeah, I mean, me. why does everyone want to go back to Jakku? But it actually kind of doesn't make sense because Jakku is supposed to be the place where um, Palpatine built his secret base that like no one's supposed to know about. Oh, yeah. So the Empire having another base on Jakku, it's like... That's very Palpatine, though. I guess. Well, I guess it wasn't a what? base. And, he shits where he uh, eats. Or whatever they're doing there. What um, are... Um... What is Deidre looking for? Like, is she just trying to, like, recover artifacts? Like, it seems like she's just in, like, contraband recovery. Like, is that what her role is? Like, is that what she's trying to do? To me, it seemed they were talking about all these different pieces and how they must connect somehow. They're too random to be random. So she's, I think she's trying to collect as many uh, break-ins or thefts or missing items or whatever and try to see, all right, if I have all these pieces in front of me, how do they connect in some Charlie Day uh, grand conspiracy board? Yeah, that's that's going to be her at the end of the episode. Instead of caffeine pills, it's uh, death sticks. Can we talk about Jakku? I've been dying to talk about Jakku. <laughs> it seems like she's just another tryhard, right? And she doesn't really. Yeah, since there was like a, as Jack kind of just said, like there was a piece of her jurisdiction on the she's at the crime scene, and she's to like, get hey. leverage to get promoted hey. herself. Um, <laughs> But like, I don't think she knows what she's trying to do. She like knows that there's something, and it, it's it's very like peak like um, uh, um, the the type of journalism in which you, you it's very investigative journalism investigative. in which like you, you yeah. don't really know what you're looking for, but you know that there's something out there, and you just keep going and going and going until someone slams a door in your face, and then you go the other direction and keep going and going it's, and going. It's pretty cool because like they don't know what they're close to stumbling upon, which is right. that's a classic thing as well. Like. They think it's just a, a murderer, like a guy who killed a couple of cops or whatever. And I mean, it kind of was. <laughs> well, it was, but like then it turned into like they're stum- they could stumble upon this, not big, but little rebel cell. And that's they, like, they pro- that's probably there. exactly what's going to happen. And, yeah. and, you know, this kind of like take a little thing and, and, and have it like snowball into something huge. I mean, that's the rebellion. That's the theme of the show. Yeah. Um, for sure. You know, the same the same way with Cassian, you know going out looking for his sister getting into all that trouble and then having to like leave and and that whole situation come around his sister and all that yeah i don't think they're just going to drop that completely i didn't at first but now i'm like how are they going to get back there his sister's going to be an imperial i think that would would be a cool twist andor was only looking for his sister because he had the means to and he only had the means and when i say the means i mean like he literally had to steal a ship from a shipyard overnight when no one was looking to pay someone off to do yeah. it like this man is not really in a position to be actively looking for her but he clearly would st- would if his back was not against the wall and he was stuck on this mission like this is what's important for these for the like for the next few episodes at least um, I think and- in that moment as well he had a lead that he heard of someone who was there and so he took the first opportunity he could to get there and so at this moment it kind of is like a dead end for him anyway um plus he's wanted so like yeah yeah going on with that yeah Give me the opportunity i think he'll jump to it but but i don't on... think they would bring that up and then drop it completely i think at some point he's 
something with the sister is going to come up. Yeah, no, it's it not ha- yeah, it, at all. It's, it would make sense. It would only make sense. He's obviously. a wanted man. He's not going to try to continue pursuing. <laughs> but Eldani is a very cool Star Wars planet, as we talked I about agree. last week. Uh, I like those it, goats. I just love, love the six the Dre. Goats. They filmed the that Dre, in Scotland, yeah. right? Of course looks, they did. Oh, it looks it's like flat it, and grassy. It, it looks so chill and misty. Oh, yeah, real, real, those real flat highlands. Yeah. Welcome to bloody Scotland. But I, I really like the Eldani crew, even if like some of them are kind of assholes and some of them aren't. Like, they're I don't all, know. I like Skeen. They're, they're all good jerks, characters. They're it's really just Skeen. Everyone else is fine. True. Skeen has trust issues, but Which, he got over them. Everyone should, um, as, as a rebel spy. Yeah. I yeah. still don't trust you guys. I've known you for years. That's good. We learn yeah. something new about Matt every single day, but we're not going to talk about that today. Yeah. We're just going to leave it no, at that. we are not. <laughs> so, but, yeah, uh, do I trust him? I don't know. <laughs> enough. We do. He pulls out a kyber crystal necklace. Yeah. See, I was so confused by that at first. I was like, why does he care if he has this necklace? Like, uh, I almost said Andor. Cassian, why does he just say, like, oh, this was my mother's? Or, I mean, he tells the truth, which is the right thing to do. But no, I would have said it, it, was, it was sentimental. Yeah, like, I, I big really deal don't get again. why he... Literally, Jin Skeen... had one. Jin's mom had one. How yeah. does Skeen know that that is a crystal that's worth 30,000 credits? He used like, to be a Jedi. Around. He pawned I mean, off that's, a wrong, that's an incorrect price, right? Like, didn't Luthen say take no less than, like, 75? Or something yeah. like that? I don't remember. Oh, that's a good, good point. <laughs> so I, I think, you know, it. anyone who has even a passing knowledge of Jedi stuff would be able to say, oh, yeah, Kyber... That's Jedi. That's Jedi stuff. But I mean, I guess to know Blue Kyber, there's something that would suggest Skeen is somewhat exactly more knowledgeable was, than like, most name, people. But... Yeah. No, it's a good point. Uh, but he doesn't. He clearly doesn't know exactly how much it's worth. Um, Jamie, you didn't. You weren't here last week. Um, what yeah. are your thoughts about Vel? And like, we were we're talking about the crew as it is now, but uh, Vel like is her. like the leader and everything. She's and uh, to yeah. The point. I, I like her. Um... She's a good character, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but we get... Sorry, you asked me right as I had like a cough. Um, no worries. No, I, I like her a lot. Um, it's I really want to know what the backstory is between her and Luthen because uh, she's obviously like answering to him. and like, Father and daughter. Yeah, I got that vibe, I honestly too. think they are. Know. I um, no, for real. The way the way he snapped when he yelled at her and was like, "This is you wanted this. This is what it takes." I, that would be really cool. Yeah. That was a very fatherly moment to me. And the way he's yeah. so worried for her, like at the end, he's like listening on the radio, and there she's like, "They're not calling." He's like, oh, oh wow, because he's yeah. worried about because she because she's she. his daughter. Wow. I, that yeah, makes I agree. Sense. I think so. And Vel and Cinta. Uh, Hell yeah. So is that the first on screen? I know in Rise of Skywalker there's the um <laughs> the two women kissing, but is Woo. this the first official like gay relationship on screen in Star Wars? I mean I hope we actually I'd have get to, to see, them... see the relationship aspect of yeah. it. Right now it's like I mean it was cool they had coded at best. They're coded blanket, at best right now. Her yeah. blanket fact, is taken and then the you know. Tamarin is literally like they have the disagreement and Tamarin just looks at Sinta and he's like it, he he just says her name, Cinta, and like she's just like it's the truth because like they know. So obviously yeah. they're on a relationship, Val and Cinta, of no secrets between them. But she will keep the secret for the rebellion, and it's just like that's that's as deep as it gets. That is as deep as it gets. They they are married. 
We're tied. <laughs> hands are tied, right? Because it's like on the one hand, Soon, you want to have that honored more accurate or more explicitly uh, in a way that can't just be edited out uh, for uh, nations that maybe wouldn't want to screen that with that kind of stuff explicitly coded right. in there. Yeah. Uh, but on the other side of the, the the coin, like, is it essential to this plot when we, you know, need to use every minute wisely? Like, is that is that really yes. what the what the story needs? Kind of, but. I don't know. I, I, I mean, mean I still always, would like more. It's always but... nice to put couples in things. I mean, they don't. The, their they romance do. doesn't have to be part of the story, but that just the fact that it just a adds to it. Yeah. Makes it realistic and important. yeah. It's, sure. it's light, but it's lived in. It's not explicit. Exactly. Lived in. Exactly. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, I think that it's it will only be a win though if they both are alive at the end of this heist. Mm, yeah. Oh God. That's, no, that's no, kill your gaze. Bury your gaze. That's not. What is oh bury your gaze yeah bury your gaze that's yeah. the trope. Yeah. What is the yeah. um please, the kid's name the younger guy's name, Nevik. Oh, oh he's Nemec, the yeah. Best. I love Nevik. He's and speaking he's, he's, so he's, dead, he's gonna die. So dead. He's dude. first yeah he's yeah. gonna get and blown I'm gonna away. Cry because I love I him. He writes poetry. His and, and man likes the old tech. He enjoys he's symbolism. He's got a he expression. He builds the miniatures. Yes. Oh, he is camera? talented as fuck yes. with miniature. He takes building. naps. That, yes. You know that device yes, that he yes. pulls out that kind of like unfolds? The Polaroid, the Polaroid. camera? <laughs> it's a Polaroid camera. Yeah. Yeah. That, is that I Polaroid? love it. We haven't seen it was. Like, yeah. like, um, like a, an oh, yeah, old yeah. like Earth tech be converted into something like that in so long. Because we've like started just doing like fabrication of just like random bits and bobs. But no, we literally, it's a Polaroid camera. Yeah. And they, they just they just here it is also, it's a navigate, navigation system. Ooh. Good so, well, point, right? Uh, Orca and Flix are a couple in resistance. They are officially a couple in resistance. That's true. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and a kid show of all of all. Bobby Moynihan yeah. and I don't know and, who the other uh, the other guy, the chicken guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the chicken guy. But that episode is Loki. The funniest thing when they go to visit his family. When they go to and it's yep. just oh god, <laughs> resistance and it's so funny. decent. It, doesn't Resistance hold the candle to Clone Wars or Rebels, but it's, it's good. good. It's, Resistance it's, is underrated. It's fun. It's not every it's show has to, to watch hold the candle to Clone Wars. Not every no, show has to be like top, unfair, top, top tier. Well, it's okay for a show to just be good and enjoyable and build the world. It's very. I think the problem with it is watching it as like a late twenties, early thirties guy. Okay like it's like this is not for not me. For it's not for <laughs> yeah, me. But fair. at the same well, time, it does kind of get into the more nitty gritty of like coercive fascism and you know, communal yeah. uprisings and that kind of thing. Let's learn how to overthrow the Clone. government for kids. Exactly. <laughs> Clone humor brings up, uh, what do we think Vel and Cinta are going to be up to? That's a good question. Some sort of um, other diversion. Um, yeah, because they, they're going off. They're going to so ride six-horned sheep in, I think. that's what I, They're going to come in and save the day because they're going to be... From the east? Yep. Yeah, on a big hill. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> looks the, at the dawn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. During the leaving, uh, the eye, or whatever they call it. As they were leaving, the it kind of looked like they were both wearing some sort of maintenance type jumpsuits, but you can't really like tell because it was dark. But they were both wearing the same thing. Um, so I think that they're just going to be whatever the diversion is in the first place, and then everyone else is like the the plants, you know, that the, the guys in the inside, and then they they put it yeah. in action. <laughs> so I think that's what's going to be. How wild is it they didn't know exactly how to get this box in the air? 
that is like, the that, funniest like, thing. Cassian was like, Are you serious? without and or straight up, they just they were yeah. No wonder Luthen was going to call that off. He's like, no way in hell am I letting my navy daughter uh, fly away in this you know rickety box, literal box in the sky. Yeah, uh, I love how we're full in on it's his daughter. Totally his daughter. Oh, it, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. I didn't had canon. That's yeah. the most flummoxed I think I've ever seen Cassian, and he gets flummoxed a lot. Yeah. Cassian's was, like whole character arc are, are one in the show so far is like, are you serious? You don't know about the handbrake? You don't know about the handbrake? What, you want to steal the Death Star plans? Like, it's, all, it's always like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? All right, fine. All right. Give me the, give me the, give me the thing. <laughs> it's just constantly Cassian just being like, getting getting orders from high up and being like, what? I loved um while we're on Aldani, I loved the the corporal, the lieutenant, the guy helped the guy on the inside. Gorn. Lieutenant Gorn. Gorn. He's so Gorn. good. Gorn. I love him. And I love absolutely love him. How I love the way this episode was awesome. Just the way they like told the story as it went. Like I loved how the guy insulted the locals, um, his other Imperial there, and he yeah, gives like a funny answer. look. And we didn't know yet the deal there. Uh, then we find out he had a relationship with with the local there um i love yeah. how it's we really cool. kind of got a little bit of backstory for almost every person in the crew yeah um yeah. in this like moment as well like it, within like just like a few sentences as well like we know that like um skeen was in prison as well and like was in gangs <laughs> um, yeah, the tattoos and, those are cool yeah, yeah. Just, uh, um very skinny dude but uh <laughs> anyway um we know he was in prisons and was in gangs and then also the deal with his brother and so why he fights and then like we know like uh Nevix manifestos and then we know um a little bit about what might be Valens into having like a relationship and it's good it's great and then obviously it, lieutenant gorn yeah no uh, absolutely lieutenant gorn's a goner we, too they're all the trees and the empire's the axe and that's, each yeah, tree doesn't forget whatever the Empire did to them. And we kind of learn each person's reason for Trees, rebelling. Riding goats uh, on the sixth day at dawn yep. down a hill. This Tree is, people. This is Lord Next week is uh, Two Towers. We have yep. decided to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who do we think's dead next week? Uh, Lieutenant Gorn. Um, Cassian. Nemec. Cassian. Cassian. <laughs> Don't you, even Andor. Yeah. Um, I hope a lot of the crew doesn't die. I think well, the the asshole guy is gonna die. Uh, yeah, Mon Mothma's husband. I think is dead next week. Hopefully. Skeen, yeah. I'm so bad at remembering oh, God, all these names. Only. Perrin is the freaking. Can we talk about Perrin? But dying all day him. to talk about Perrin. I love <laughs> we'll move him. on to Perrin. All right. I want him. Perrin to get kicked out of that taxi, and 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 down down to the understudy. Yeah. Oh, Just kick out while they're I didn't flying. I don't know what his name was. Perrin yeah. Mothma. Gross. <laughs> And then Mon Mothma looks over and she's like, always on the move. As he's like, <laughs> always on the move. <laughs> I hate it when he does that. Uh, uh, but like, Perrin yeah. is, is just the most manipulative and abusive. Uh, he just sucks, dude. And he sits in his chair. Like... So, like, domestically so. Literally, he he's watching as his <laughs> daughter, uh, you know, plays on his strings that he's set up. Like, She's going off on Mon Mothma, and you see Perrin just like sipping on his drink, just being like, "He's just like that." Like he might as well have had a hood on and being like, "Good, good," <laughs> for all the 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 way he was enjoying it. It was gross. I'm like, oh, God, I hate you so much. You clearly have riled up their daughter against her 
I love like, it. I think it's so funny. They had to make him such an asshole so that Mon could. We wouldn't feel bad about her abandoning her family to join the, the rebellion, you know? Yeah, she suck. actually kills them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It doesn't tell anybody. He accidentally ran into my knife nine so, times. <laughs> this timeline the apparently lines up well with, um, I can't remember the specifics, but the, the point in Rebels where Mon Mothma gives her, like, decree that she's uh, breaking from the yeah, Senate. And, that'll and... probably happen in season two. I'm do you think? Assuming. Do you think we'll or, get that on screen in, in Rebels? Yeah. I think that'd be a good thing for the end of the season. Yeah, that would be a I, good point. Yeah, for her arc in this season to come to a head with her actually joining the rebellion. Yeah, how convenient to maybe get the Rebels crew on screen as they've been cast. <laughs> yeah, I, look, that I, is in this show. Don't that like, is so far off the yeah. the pipe dream, oh, but yeah. like. Oh yeah, I'm just I'm just throwing that out there in case that I happens. I saw someone mentioned today that they wanted like Cad Bane to hunt down Cassian or something. They want the ISB to get Cad Bane. I was like, that's it. That's we a did that Halloween shoot where we had everyone from photo, Mando photo to shoot. Boba Fett. Yeah, sorry, uh, photo shoot. Uh, we had Mando, Boba Fett, uh, Sabine, Bo-Katan, Luke Skywalker. All just happened because that's all the characters that we wanted to take photos with of and. We're like, oh, let's get him in a line. How great would this be at the end of season two? Ha 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 ha. This was October happens. 2020. We took those photos. <clears throat> yeah. Then... Halloween of 2020, way before season two dropped. And That's then amazing. we watched like... as all the pieces, Sans Sabine, fell into place. And we're just like, holy shit, that was way too close. <laughs> How so... cool would it be if the rebels crew showed up then yeah yeah and how yeah. cool so would it I'm, be if... I'm manifesting it into existence <laughs> who do if we know Ray's parents show up too yeah this That's show doesn't need the oh god the heavy cameos though i feel like there's a crossover we don't need Jake some of these other shows have done show so up. many crossovers in, in and cameos we don't need well, yeah, this would make sense that? narratively right like it wouldn't make sense for them to be omitted from this because they were pivotal right no the ghost crew would make sense yeah yeah this show has Season done two. so well so far with um, not having cameos. I mean, it's not exactly. even because it's cameo. Like, Flavor like, of the Week. Is, is a main character. She's not a, yeah. she's not a cameo. She is a main character of this story. She is the full Coruscant arc. Well, well obviously, Luthen as well. But, like, it, it is her story of what's going on um, for Coruscant. And... Obviously, the show is about Cassian, um, but everyone else, like it's there, there's no cameos because like it's not needed. Like this is about how the rebellion starts. Like we're not gonna have like Princess Leia like out the gate. Like she wasn't leading the rebellion until the movies. But what so, like, about Lando buying pigs? I want that. Can we get that cameo? Please? We do get that. Want you want more of it? it? More I pigs? More of it. I want the puffer pigs. More puffer pigs. But I. <laughs> One thing I noticed today, speaking of Mon Mothma, is um, her her costumes in this have been awesome actually, because like in everything else, she just wears like a bed sheet. But I noticed yeah. her her hair, <laughs> her hair in when we see her in the films, uh, Rogue One, and not in the films, but in the show is great. Her hair, yeah. Oh, the hair in the show, yeah, because her hair, the hair is in the films. The... I'm like, does the Rebellion doesn't have hair gel or whatever hair products? No, they don't have anything. You get that on Coruscant at the nice shops and. That's that's what you get with the Empire, but her hair the she had to give up so much, dude. She had to give she up did. so much. She had to give up all her elaborate clothes. She had to wear bed sheets. She had to mop. She had to put a bowl on her head to cut her hair. I mean, it's, easy it's to tragic. give up her family, though. It's tough. Well, yeah, easy to give up that piece husband. of cake. 
I think they're gonna. It's die. not her fault that seventies hairstyles came back into fashion right as the rebellion took over. You know what? What do we think That's about uh, Lita? Lita? I think it's wild Lita that Mothma. her name is Lita. First of all, That's that so similar Lita to Mothma. Leia. I I actually did some digging today, and you guys probably know that um, that was a Legends thing. Yeah, she had a daughter nice. named Lita. A very obscure legend. But it was like an Easter egg. Really? It was, it was very, like just named obscure. right. Yeah, it was it like was a comic, like, and her yeah, it son was like dies. a name drop. It was like a tiny name drop. Yeah, in like a, a reference book, and then in one of the non-canon legends things. Not even like legends, legends, but like it was already non-canon when it was published. Um, so it's cool was, they ran with that. It was like one mention of her like off-screen. Yeah, and that's it. It was probably just like, oh, we want her to have a daughter. Yeah. And then someone, some nerd was like, oh, actually, she had one. Uh, her name was Lita. You can call him Pablo. <laughs> yeah, it was Pablo himself. <laughs> Pablo, if you're listening, uh, good job. And I know you are. I'm sorry. I called you a nerd. <laughs> he is um, a nerd. He knows it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, as someone did who didn't know that was anything from Legends, uh, it was a big surprise seeing that she had a daughter. I was actually yeah. pretty Man, shocked. I had I was no very idea. Surprised. I was like, "Oh, well, that." She alluded to it last <laughs> week, right? Did she? Yeah, I th- she I was talking to her. someone. She was like, "Oh, my daughter." Oh. oh. Well, I totally missed that me. Maybe I made that up. Yeah. Chat, help me out, guys. Did that? Did that happen? Did I dream that? What about Luthen's daughter? See, we're we're talking about daughters. Daughters. It's all about daughters. And sons. Cereal. Cereal. Eating cereal. It's all about you know kids. What? This show is about don't have kids because they'll disappoint <laughs> yes. you. There's not enough cereal in that it's bowl. It's funny. Um, I know, right? I was thinking not. the same thing. <laughs> um, it's it's funny pebbles. that like earlier in the season so far, it was um not like a criticism, but like a reason some people that didn't really like latch onto this show quite yet was that it wasn't necessarily like about like family. But, like, it is because, like, Cassie is looking for his sister. And, like, now it's very clear that, like, Cereal's only option is to go see his mom. And he has this weird relationship <laughs> with. Um, and Manwafa has, like, a fractured, like, family, like, herself. But it is, like, still about family. It's families that, like, we haven't really seen yet in Star Wars. Like, we haven't seen, like, the Italian son coming home to his disapproving mother um, on screen yet. We haven't seen, like, a dysfunctional, like, father... Nope daughter and like mother situation like that and like in usually we usually just see a dad with a child that's all we see in star wars recently so yeah we finally uh, broke the uh the the wolf and cub exactly so guys i swear she said she had a daughter i'm gonna i'm gonna look it up and i'll let you know know you didn't remember in this episode alone that deidre even had scenes that is (laughs) is true so i mean like Hey, you called cereal cereal. You did. <laughs> but that's, that's an easy mix up. Though. I have a yeah, bad we were brain all, right now. I'm allowed, we all could okay? not let it go. You had cereal on the brain. I get it. I always have cereal on the brain. That is true. Jerry Seinfeld. Boy, I wish I could enjoy I a nice uh, death stick enjoying that view on Aldani. Yeah. Like, my God. Anyway. Or that view from uh, Cyril's window. Oh, man. Classic. There was like this, the subtitles gave him such a dramatic pause that I didn't see from or hear from his performance where it's just like um, shuddered breathing or something like that. And I'm like, 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 like the way he's looking at the ships, he's like, 
you know, like just like <laughs> real sad. But like, I didn't hear that. So the subtitles really clued me into just how broken and forlorn he is on his See, own. The sun just disappeared. He had action figures in his room. He did? He yes. did. Yeah, he had like a stormtrooper. This like, guy freaking, is me. Since he had sideshow. He had freaking okay, okay. sideshow props. They kind of looked more like the the um the figures you pose for drawing, but they were definitely. I thought they might have like, been clone troopers. Like they, you, they look like trooper collectibles. There's yeah. these two. And you can't tell exactly what they are, oh, but it's there. It's, it's right before he turns on the hollow of Cassian. So, like, it's blurry Holy in the background crap. because the focus is on Cassian. But if you're looking for it, it's at that moment. Cassian um, had a stuffed Bantha. Zoom in and on Cyril had a bunch of action figures in his room. And if you zoom in right behind it, it says in episode four, Mon Mata says she has a daughter. <laughs> in really? Friends. It says that? Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's on the action figure. You have to turn on the subtitles for that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. In this yeah. episode, where her daughter features. Yeah, no. yeah but turn holes, on the, um, the assisted captioning, you know, that describes <laughs> what's happening in the scene. And it'll You're tell gonna you. put it to French subtitles or something. <laughs> but yeah, the action figures were there. Um, Holy kind of the crap. Jamie, what did you think last week about, speaking of background stuff, yeah. um, we talked about this a bit. All the Easter eggs in Luthen's shop, and what do you think about Luthen's shop in general as like a I front? I love Luthen's shop. I want to go there. Like I love that, his wig. that I is like there. Is very intern? very cool. Yes, like I his would. His wig is too good. Too good. That. <laughs> that was like the <laughs> it is thing. really good. I said to AJ, I was just like, how does this guy like just like pop it on so easily? Like, it, what is his routine? Because that is like the cleanest so lace front Flawless. I have ever seen Fucking. in my life. He's got life. a lot of money. He got buys the best. Yeah. Is Wherever that, Mon is... Mothma gets her her. But it also sits it's not well with that. Buying the best, it's it's you know how to put it on correctly with like know how to put stuff. it on correctly and singe it to your scalp because that's his be an hair. Actor. It was so good that like I mean, upon first watch, I I swear to God, I thought that uh, the long hair was his actual hair and that he was clumping that up and putting on a short hair wig. Because but then I looked at it mm. again and I'm like, no, they're both great. I don't know what to believe anymore. He's bald <laughs> for all I know. Brent, my head for is it up. That- Luthen was uh, an actor in uh, Squid Lake. Squid Lake. Absolutely. He was one of those squids. Yeah. Brent, thank you for bringing it up. You guys see the Shankara stones from Temple of Doom? Because I did. They were right there. In last week's episode? Yeah, in this this week's episode. I didn't see it out last week. They were were up to the... They were just off screen. They were just Ah, to the right of of the two things. Yeah, the, the well, two things. The two the things. Giant, the hol- like, those are holocrons. Thank right? you. Giant yeah, one's holocron. in the back. Why are those so big? Dry, Dryden Voss on on the they yacht. There's like a, the big display in the background, and that you can see it during like the fight with like Kira and, and Dryden and Han. Um, but that that mm. that big triangle Sith one. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's like, definitely his dog. Dryden Voss buys that. Guys, what if Dryden Voss shows up in the show? Why That's would Dryden Voss show up? In Dryden Voss should I mean, show up. He's already would, dead at this point. I, oh, I want yeah, a cameo that like someone just walks by, says Minor like, "Hey, where's the where's the noodle stand?" And then just like, and we need that kind of cameo. I think so. Yeah. And talk it's about Punda, it's Punda Baba and Doctor Evans. Talk about being lived in. Yeah. Yeah. They just hey, keep it would fit. Up. It would work. Both there with Logan in first class. I'm just like fuck off. Literally. Yeah. Literally, like every both seasons of Andor and Rogue One can have that Pundababa Doctor of Azan cameo, and it'll be like it'll tell its own story of like the journey. Like, they'll be like, Oh, do you know the which way to Jeddah? And then Cassian would be like, That way, and then we see them on Jeddah, and then we see them in the bar. Well, nice boots, you know what's cowboy. funny in between Jeddah and uh and the bar on, on uh Moss Eisley, 
so that's when uh dr evazon suffered his accident because his face isn't fucked up until he gets to uh tattooing it looks better and it's like noticeably not disfigured uh on jetta so he, gets so hurt he on got Jeddah messed up the on the uh, the evacuation yeah everyone everyone's face gets messed up on tattooing he did that not is... have a pig nose on Jeddah. interesting that's a good point um so one thing that uh in discussion with uh with some friends came up that i wanted to kind of throw to the room and give my own thoughts as well is uh the pacing of everything and like it seems like these episodes we'll see if this is true after next week it feels like they're paced in three episode arcs so uh you know we have the first one which was just like andor's like you know origin plus him getting uh sparked into this rebellion and then this one is the heist and mon mothma's subsequent introduction in the same vein um so i'm curious to see what the other two arcs are but do you guys would you have preferred it uh released in like three episode chunks like we got the first chunk or do you like the week to week i personally prefer a week to week the longer it stays in the consciousness the less work i have to do every wednesday you know right. like in terms of yeah. just sitting yeah. down and watching for, all this in one time sitting. commitment reasons um one episode at a time is ideal um because right. three episodes is a lot to do at once um, I yeah. will say this week, um, this week I did not watch it immediately. I, I literally watched it a few hours ago for the first time. Um, but somehow this week I did not get spoiled like the entire time for this episode. However, She-Hulk came out today and I was spoiled for that immediately. And I don't even watch that show. <laughs> oh, they spoiled big, it like last it night. It was a big yeah. spoiler. Yeah, no one held um, back on that one. No. Huge reveal that everyone's been looking for that even I was looking forward to. And like yep, I said, I didn't even watch the show. <laughs> but like that was spoiled immediately and that was no chill so like it's just like but there wasn't anything that level in this episode no yeah no no this is a very chill episode yeah the serial well you bring up so well the serial the serial was spoiled for me because the star wars (laughs) posted like a recipe today but here's the the thing you don't know the full context of that scene by just like seeing the cereal bars it's just him looking at a bowl of cereal but you you don't know it's his mom being like oh you're you you didn't do what you're supposed to i gotta call your uncle and call him that favor like like you didn't know that that's what was going on um so uh it's funny you bring up she hulk because i actually it was the exact show i was thinking of in comparison to andor in terms of how they both deal with serial serialized uh storytelling serial uh, serial both deal with serial <laughs> yeah. oh my on, goodness man. couldn't have what planned it better myself um uh, so with uh she hulk it knows it's the first marvel show and frankly the first disney plus original show that knows how to be a television show uh because it each show each episode has an internal arc that finish that is introduced and finished by the end of the episode that is clear presented and followed through by the end of it it's episodic Uh, and there's there's a longer form arc that is happening over the course of the season but it's happening more kind of in the background than anything else uh and and it's still there and it's still going to be realized probably in those earlier and later episodes but most of it is like hey here's something that's going to satisfy you while you're watching this episode right here right now this week and I think that's a big problem with Andor is that I don't get that satisfaction watching these episodes singularly in one. I think I won't have this problem after it's been released. But yeah, like I think you guys are getting where I'm get picking up what I'm putting down. When I sit down and watch this episode, by the end of it, I'm like, 
ah, damn it. That's it. Ah, no, I want more. Come on, finish, finish what you started. Like, I, I don't feel, thing, which is a good feeling to have like for like a ser- uh, series to have like that cliffhanger. But I, I agree. Like this episode made me feeling like the moment it ended, I was like, but, 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 but the heist. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no. yeah. it's not, I mean, I knew it's we not the same as like getting a meal that was so good that you wish you could have a second course versus like a meal cereal. that you were finishing and then it got pulled from you. Like the waiter came by, like like a really eager busboy, just like y- yoinked the plate right out from under you. Like, oh, I hadn't even gotten to the best, those last bites. Like, come on, man, give it back. I um, yeah. I mean, I think the pacing with the show has been good. Uh, to your question, Jack. Um, getting think... the getting the three at once was awesome. It was. I had to get up so early to watch it all in one go, but like watching that arc all the way through amazing masterpiece if watching this arc this we're assuming it's doing the three 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 yeah. three 12 episodes um you know watching each arc on, it, on its own is just probably amazing but i really liked the episode and the this has been the best dialogue in all of star wars i think in my opinion like it's been so good i'm hanging on to every word it's just so oh yeah so rich um, i'm i'm really enjoying what we're getting out of it yeah. it's just that i wish that there was some problem or something like I mean, there kind of is, right? Like, like this episode is about the preparation, but because it's the sophomore episode of this arc, it ends up feeling a little lacking on both sides because it's not the start, nor is it the ending, and and all the middle stuff usually is the hardest stuff to pace. So, like, I will it, get it'll it. Pay off. It'll yeah, it'll pay off. Yeah. Oh, believe that. I'm I am so excited for next week because it confirms we're like that's going to be the one where we see the eye. So we're going to get to see those amazing shots of just all that fire raining down on the yeah. sky, and yeah it's gonna it's totally gonna pay off i just i think the storytelling would be a little more satisfactory if we had something that was like hey this is something that you should expect to be resolved by the end of this episode right here that could that could be and that's tough to do i don't have a solution so you know i i admit that it's not the easiest thing to pull off and uh she she hulk suffers from not having a clear through line or antagonist so like you know it, it goes both ways Cassian uh, but, wakes up and all the sheep are gone. We have to get the sheep back. It's clear and everyone he has wakes been... up and somebody broke his Polaroid camera. We have to get that fixed. All right, now. I think, um, <laughs> Jack, did you it's... say She-Hulk has been the only like Disney Plus show to really like be a television show? I mean, I think what does Loki totally have too? Um, Mandalorian, I think, does it? I mean, each that's something not, gets but that's not a Marvel. I guess. A, oh, okay, you're, you're maybe, saying Marvel? Okay, more Marvel because Mando okay. totally does that. Mando knows how to be a good like a right, TV show as well, and for the same reasons right like it it knows how to use those middle episodes for for different things but i think because andor is a little more cinematic like i'm I'm not faulting it i guess i'm more observing those differences and it's not quite a tv show to me it's not quite a movie it's somewhere in between the, but it's not in the way that like kenobi is just a movie cut into yeah, six episodes true. yeah this I is mean, paced sort of like a tv show slower it's but a docuseries I, uh, I agree. The overall arc is. is I agree with movie. you, Jack. Actually, in in regards to like my aunt is in town, um, and we sat down. We all sat down to watch Andor, and she hasn't watched any other Andor, so she's mm-hmm. only seen episode five of Andor, <laughs> and she, I had to catch her up on everything. Um, but I'm like, you know, maybe watch the show because the show's phenomenal. But maybe wait until it's over to watch it, because yeah. I think being able to just you know watch these even if it's not weekly being able to watch like one episode a day for three days to get like the full arc 
would is better than watching one episode a week for three weeks to get the full arc. Mm -hmm. It's like Clone I, Wars. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad to see them taking a chance on longer form storytelling because it I think it only serves to help it. I think we've all been conditioned uh, by six episode shows and by binge culture, like Stranger Things, that sort of thing. Like I would I I'm believe me, I, I didn't bring that up to go. I want I want these to be I want the show to be done in a month. Like I, I, I yeah, enjoy no being able to talk about it every week uh, when a new show is out. That's a new, exciting thing to be able to look forward to every time it comes out. So. You know, I don't want to uh, go too crazy at the beginning and then have nothing to enjoy, you know, for those those extra weeks. You know, yeah, I think um, it all just goes it reflects back to um, just the way that stories are presented to us right now is uh, we have the different versions of like TV show series in which like most series focus on just like the broader, longer story because they know they're going to drop a season all at once versus like what's going to happen episode to episode which is why people use the term filler episode um, so loosely now. Um, because, yeah, like, they, they don't know real filler episodes. Story. Yeah. Um, and so I think that it's interesting that like we're getting um, a show with Andor right now that is a combination of both of these things. Like They're focusing on like the longer story. Like We know where it's eventually going to end, and we know that we're pretty much having these three-episode arcs instead. And, yeah, it's important to remember, but, I mean, it's also easy to forget that, like, this is like part of like a story arc i mean like watching this most recent episode like it's very good and it gives like it kind of gave me like um feelings of the breaking bad episode the fly which a lot of people <laughs> despise because oh, nothing episode, happens yeah. but it's so huge for character development hey, and it's, it's so important um and that's what this episode was is it was so important to learn who all of these players were and like what they are actually trying to do and it's just gonna only help the broader story and like i was okay with the fact that like nothing necessarily like happened like plot wise but like a lot did happen at the same time because we learned about all these people and people were physically making moves and walking around <laughs> so not like, only yeah. that yeah uh there, there's also the fact that like you know we start this episode andor has no trust for any of these people and none of them trust him but by the end of the episode vulnerabilities are shared by everybody and they do yeah. end up having no question closer bond than they started the episode with so i can definitely call that an arc it's not yeah, the strongest one gotta, in the world compared to what the fly had but sometimes um, you gotta want to almost want to kill someone before you trust them a little bit so that's definitely what happened here <laughs> yeah. i think i think when you look at uh the way they even released it you can see they didn't have confidence in the first three like they didn't they certainly didn't think the first episode uh in the way they wanted to tell this story stood on its own enough because they released three at once. Uh, they originally thought they could get away with two, but they realized, no, we need this three because this bombastic third episode is going to reward people for sitting through this. Whereas, like, keep up with their I schedule. Mean, it's a, a pilot episode, you know, has to work so hard, right? It has to set up all this stuff and it has to win you over with all the things that are just introduced to you and keep you hooked to keep you going through the next episode. And yeah, I don't think the pilot of Andor does stand on its own, but if I consider the first three episodes of the pilot because that's how it was released, then yeah. yeah, it totally does. So I guess it's all perspective. There are two ways to watch a television show, when it airs and when and afterwards all at once, right? So like it all it all depends on your experience and it doesn't matter at the end of the day after it's done because then everyone experiences it the same exact way and it yeah. stands on a whole versus trying to figure it out week to week, which is fun, but 
a different perspective than we get at the end of the, the end of the whole run. Did we did we learn anything about Tamarin? Um, no. Or was he kind of a mystery no, man? He's like nah, he really didn't get anything. Yeah, intergalactic man of mystery. Yeah, um, and he also good stash though. Not very oh, yeah. trustworthy either. Yes, agreed. Um, not very trustworthy either because he didn't want to trust uh, Cassian's uh, actual knowledge of you know switching spots. And then like later on, I uh, loved that. that he was only so good. accepted uh, the trust um, that Cassian was even there because he did the whole look disinto thing. Um, so yeah, he's the only one we don't really know that much about yet. I mean, we don't really know that much about Vel and Sinta either, but like we know a little. <laughs> I just um, want to point out what's his name? Who's the dead guy? The guy who's going to die next week. Nemec. Uh, Nemec. Nemec. I love Nemec's speech. Like his manifesto and about how atrocities pile up so fast that you can't keep up with them. And you just kind of grow numb to them. That's when I... Remember I texted you? This show is like unbelievable or something. Unbelievable. Like, That's, that, that literally happened and then I texted you. That was... I mean, everything that Nemec says is like absolutely phenomenal in terms of like, again, just studying the uprising of fascism and and how they do it and and how you know people become blind or numb to you know all the atrocities that are going on around them and just kind of allow them to happen without realizing they're allowing them to happen and it's it's just great dude kid's dead though and I'm oh so yeah sad. unfortunately i'm, I'm so sad. hoping he lives but there's not, a chance. Uh, there's not a chance one thing i wanted to point out before i had a question for you guys that actually i think chad asked it as we started but it'll be a good way to end uh, I like how this show, and everyone's been saying it, has made like a single TIE fighter look terrifying, like a monster yeah. movie or something. Yeah, it's like a Nazgul. <laughs> yeah, like it's just a TIE fighter, but yeah. it's the show makes it so spooky. I um, agree, especially. I was wondering, like that I was like, distant, like yeah, like just coming in, you're like, Ooh. I was wondering why they weren't hiding. I'm like, oh, like they just think they're farmers. Yeah, early before they hid though behind the rock. Yeah, I don't know why they. Maybe did that, that was like they, maybe they, the restricted <laughs> section. <laughs> Uh, but the question I have for you guys to wrap this up, unless you guys had any further thoughts. Um, no, I got nothing. What is your favorite cereal? <laughs> you know, it changes. It changes. I'm a cereal. I'm a cereal fanatic. Love cereal. Um, and I eat it every morning for breakfast. Literally every morning. Right now I'm on a Honey Nut Cheerios kick. Okay. I've been I doing that, that for the last like five or six months or so. Before that, it was Lucky Charms. Before love, that, it's Cocoa Puffs. What are you, 10? Love, I do love them. Cocoa Puffs love Lucky Charms. Don't you cereal shame. Though. I yeah. did cereal shame. You are totally cereal shaming me, dude. <laughs> Not cool. I'm going to push you um, the bowl of a, fruit. This is a cereal safe space. Egg, thank you, Jack. Thank you. But I will point out... I won't get personal. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> oh, well, hold on. Now I you think always, you do. You always say you have stomach issues. But you're I do down have in, stomach issues. You're guzzling Cocoa Puffs and... And Lucky listen, Charms over here. Listen, we all got to live, okay? Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> have been, you need that boost right of serotonin from your Lucky live. Charms. That's true. <laughs> Takes you no. back. It's like uh, Ratatouille when the guy eats like the meal. <laughs> <laughs> Take him back. Uh, Honey Nut is a classic. Yeah. Honey Nut's a classic. Um, I like a good smart start when I'm cosplaying as a healthy person. Um I think it's a good cereal to make me feel like I'm being uh, making good choices. Uh, but what I, if if you had to like give me whatever cereal I I chose and asked for and I could have it, Waffle Crisp, Waffle what? Crisp Ooh, every wow. goddamn day, if I could have it. But they don't they don't make it anymore. If but if I found it on the shelves, I'd buy twelve boxes uh, in a heartbeat. I don't I care how about much Waffle money I have. Crisp. 
Hi, dude. Okay, if I that have like 20 bucks to last Those commercials were nuts. <laughs> get all the waffle crisp. That's what, what about you, Jamie? Uh, the go-to is Rice Krispies. Um, okay. Plain Rice Krispies. I will accept if they decide to do like the red and like red, white, and blue ones. Okay, sure. But if they're like chocolate flavored, no. Does, you don't uh, like Cocoa Pebbles? I don't like chocolate flavored cereals. It's too wow. much. That being it's, said, though, I don't it's mind ASMR sugary cereals and I don't get them anymore. But Fruit Loops used to be my shit. Fruit Loops are good, yeah. You know, I what, hate uh, <laughs> so much. What flavor do we think these are? Coloring. Uh, those are definitely some sort of like cocoa puffs. They're, they're like run. vanilla and chocolate. I'm um, telling together. you, dude, they're Reptar cereal. What flavor was Reptar cereal? Mm-hmm. I oh, think burn your milk green. I think that no, no, no. Those are like Boo Berry. I'm telling you. Like what, I thought no, they. I thought these were like Oops, all puffs. the berries, just the um, the blue ones. But. It does have a Captain Crunch vibe, Crunch Berry vibe. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Whatever they are, uh, but those are those are like topping, a simple blue. Those are definitely like a variation of the topping that's put on like the calf at a Galaxy's Edge, by the way. The True, they did. Calf. They use cocoa puffs. There you go. Oh, wow. So there you go. So they're probably chocolatey. It's all coming together. I have not chocolate tried milk chocolate milk with cereal. Milk with cereal. Uh, I've eaten like cocoa puffs. Uh, blue milk. Your milk into chocolate milk. Wait, um, hold on. The existence of blue milk on Coruscant uh, implies a uh, Bantha farm and a Bantha manufacturing plant. <laughs> yeah, yeah it does you're surprised <laughs> i don't know i'm just thinking about all this infrastructure this is a, i don't like how being an adult means instead of imagining like all this cool stuff you're like hold on but what's the economics and you're oh, like wait you know what? i might need to turn to space <laughs> veganism now Maybe that's yeah. what <laughs> on coruscant they're 100 percent factory farming panthers and that's uh, uncle uncle Harlow are these panthers ethically sourced by this local tribe of tuscans <laughs> yeah right <laughs> oh no artesian tuscan owned <laughs> My favorite cereal is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Uh, and also just plain Cheerios sometimes. And sometimes Rice checks. No, plain my dry favorite Cheerios. cereal is the Episode 2 branded cereal that uh, I oh, found don't at you BJ's. Uh, uh, Berkeley Jensen's uh, I... uh, bulk smart. And it was like a two-bag giant box of it. With uh, the shiny box. not good, but I loved it. I liked it. Because it. Berkeley Jensen's? Like Berkeley the Jensen's. Wholesale Club when you BJ's? say BJ's, if well, listen, this is the I've internet. Never Everyone knows what BJ's is. Berkeley Jensen's. I didn't even know it was called Jensen's. that. They're called Berkeley. Berkeley. Like, like Costco, that's Sam's the brand Club. Name. I'm like, oh, that's what it's called. So, yeah. anyone either A has a potty mouth or B doesn't know what the hell BJ's okay, is. Well, now we there know. Isn't that like a national chain? Yeah, like Costco. Maybe, but this is the I don't think Berkeley Jensen's helps them out. That that sounds like a medical firm. You could have just said it like the pharmaceutical company. Listen, just because I'm the only one who's reading the packaging when when I'm bored doesn't doesn't mean you have to. Episode two cereal was incredible. It was super marshmallows. My mom was like, "You don't want this. It's gonna taste bad." Uh, She was right. No, it tasted great. It was good. Damn it! No, it wasn't. You thought it tasted bad as a kid? Yeah, as a kid, I'm like, this is inferior to all other cereals that I have available to me. But is that what you you said as a kid? So I still make the shit out of it. This is inferior to all. That's kid. That's kid Jack sitting at the table right now, going, "This is inferior to all." I was a little nerd. I I don't know if if you uh, could read this about me, but I was a little nerd. And your mom's sitting across the table, going, "You're such a disappointment." (laughs) Your uncle is. Your Your uncle's doing this. Your uncle Harlow is doing this. <laughs> and you're sitting there just like this isn't this is a good cereal. I don't like it. Lightsaber That's spoons. I identify though. with cereal. Mm. Oh my god! No, no, you know what else is? Uh, speaking of Star Wars and cereal, C- damn it, cereal! <laughs> holy crap! This is holy. It's hard. Crap. It's hard. <laughs>
Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. Um, they used to have these really, really good lightsaber pens that they offered in all these different Kellogg's boxes. They were incredible. And I like, worked, they read upside I, would, like down? Go, I needed to find like every single one. So there's like open box. Like, oh, this one only has Mace Windu. I have Mace Windu. Oh, this one's got Luke. Okay, let's get this. Box. That was like a, not recent, but a re-release like thing as well. They did that when they oh re-released Phantom Menace. They did that when they re-released Phantom Menace in like 2011 okay. or whatever. Yeah. Um, because I remember vividly getting a Darth Maul pen, and I, I have it around somewhere in this house. But like, I remember oh, the yeah. lightsaber Go-Gurt. I remember the lightsaber spoons. All right, Dude, you remember, the, you remember the commercials? Gogwam for sale. Do you remember um, the commercials where they're fighting with Gogurts? Do you remember that? We talk they're about it all the time. We talk about it. Do you guys remember Dan and Sprinklins? What'd you get? What'd you get? Sprinklins. No? Do you guys remember Berkeley Jensen? <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, cool. man. Uh, so uh, thank you so much for watching um, the stream today, everybody. Thank you much for listening to the Hell and Marauders podcast. Um, we got through it. Uh, this was actually about Andor episode five in the show so far. Um, we'll be no, back next week cereal. to chat more yeah, um, about cereal, cereal um, the guy and the breakfast food. And yeah, you can rewatch this anytime on YouTube and we're going to post it on the audio version as well on, we'll, we'll link it everywhere. Uh, we're Holland and Marauders everywhere on social media and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. See you guys. Cereal. 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 <laughs>